0: great future. We are talking real money.
1: Money has been dominating the news this past week. Boy, we got a lot of money oriented news stories from uh stocks going down to people who are special getting a better college education for their children. So we got a lot for you, but we we are here talking real money with you and we want you to be a part of what we do. We want you to ask the questions that are meaningful in your financial life you're looking for some help with something money oriented give us a call at 855-935-8255 855-935 talk is the number and those who call are i too hot you are see now in the morning they tell me i'm too I, this is so weird because the morning they tell me you're too your levels are too low
2: well, because you warm I, up as the day goes on. I mean, the I heat is rising guess, in I Florida. Guess so. There you go. I, 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 now you sound I'm a not, whole lot better. I'm, you sound better. I didn't do anything. Okay. Well, I, well, then you don't sound better. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to be wow, like home, I'm trying so to be weird. more
1: supportive. You 855 know? <laughs> 935. Whether it's true or not. 855 is the number. 855 uh, 935. And we're going to give you a copy of Financial Physics, yeah. the new and improved version of it. Um, Signed
2: by you. I'm actually wow. going to sign them when will uh, you have it, time for that that's a huge i'll undertaking. i'll fit it
1: in wow, i'll that's, fit it in that's i'll find a moment
2: good for to, you my,
1: you know my signature takes about that long there you well, go know, well, done but
2: still it's just the idea that you will
1: sit down it's and ink a scroll those thousands of books <laughs>
2: i'm gonna tell incredible. you a story
1: you want to hear a story this is yeah. a great story we might want to tell people
2: this. who you are first
1: Oh, hi, I'm Don McDonald. Yeah. That's Tom Cock yeah. back from his, uh, oh, his my gosh. college party in yeah, Phoenix.
2: Yeah, I t- I, and I, the first two meetings on Monday, people were like, where were you Saturday? I said, I'm out of town. Well, I was listening that you weren't there on the show. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: They and were, I like, mad at me you. or something. I, was, I Well, oh, I, got the I made comments. fun of you. Yeah, I know. I, I got the comments. I,
1: I did. I made I got, fun of you. I got the comments. So. You <laughs> do the same thing when I'm gone. I listened <laughs> when I was in New Zealand.
2: Good <laughs> point. Good point. Yeah,
1: so fair's fair. Yeah. Turn, turn around. Anyway, you Anyway, you saying, the story, you know, my signature is a bit of a scrawl. It it's is. It's pretty fast, and people think because it's, you know, fast and easy that it's easy to copy. <laughs> when we lived back in Colorado, um, I had the Don McDonald money letter, yes, which was originally called Mutual Fundamentals. Mm-hmm. And we had an employee who worked for us. She was our, our bookkeeper. Oh, she no. kept the books for us. And uh, one day we uh, we were looking through the checks that had been come back from the bank. And there's a couple of checks that have this scrawly signature on it. But it had little bumps along the way, and, and I don't do little bumps. No. It's a straight scrawl, sort of. A squirt. And we're looking at him, and and Debbie's going, "Did you write a check for six thousand dollars?" Going, "No." Did you write a check for three thousand dollars? No. Uh, okay, this is not good. So we we pulled the checkbook out, went to the clear to the back of the checkbook, and the and the our bookkeeper Writing had been em, had been embezzling <sighs> from us. Good thing her husband oh. was relatively well to do. Oh, he could write so, the check. Yeah, so had somebody he do that check to for a lot us. of money.
2: Twenty five. But years the ago.
1: signature, you? It, she thought my signature was easy to copy, and it even my stupid scrawl was almost impossible.
2: And here's the more difficult part: when I ha- it happened, it was this was like fifteen thousand dollars when it happened to me, and I went to the bank and they said the fact that they had access to that check that we have no liability period oh uh, yeah they I, said go I ahead total- do what you like but you're out of luck so I, it wasn't fun. i
1: just i just scribble something on the back of a check yeah. when i deposit it because right. they don't look
2: right yeah. and they'll
1: never look they can't possibly look right. take too we, much we, time It'd take too much time. Anyway, 855-935-TALK is our phone number, 855-935-8255. There are a couple of big money-oriented news stories during the week, but probably the biggest of them all was that horrific crash of Ethiopian Airlines in Africa that led to the, the grounding of a whole bunch of Boeing 737s. Well, what did that do to their stock,
2: Tom? Well, I mean, in two days, Boeing shares lost five point three percent on Monday and six point two percent on Tuesday. Sounds like almost twelve percent decline in two days. It's a lot, and this is part of the discussion we have with most of most of you, because most you have it with everybody. But but some people come into the office. Yeah, well, most of them people come in the office and they have a group of individual stocks they picked. By the way, individuals, most people here in the Northwest, guess what you own? Oh, like Boeing, Uh, Microsoft, Amazon, Starbucks, Costco. If you go to, like, Texas, they don't, or Atlanta, they own, like, Coke.
1: Delta Airlines. People
2: believe in these companies because they hear about them. Mm -hmm. We don't think you should own individual stocks. They're just too risky. And Way we too risky. Get, boy, the argument oh, we have. Always from people. a good argument, yeah. Oh, no, no.
1: I I know, I know. I oh I tell you, I I'll tell you a story again later in the show. I went to a uh, a special dinner thing and met a guy who was a big exec. <laughs> Not another me one of your dinners. Stock, come on. Telling me about all these stock picks. Oh my gosh. 855-935-Talk is our number. Give us a call. Get a book.
0: Tom and Don are talking real
1: money you need a little help with your investments set up a free no obligation appointment with one of our advisors at talkingrealmoney.com
0: for your real life and real future tom and don are talking real money
1: because it's really really important talking about money and life and jobs and businesses and careers and spending habits and savings plans and investing and all kinds of things. People who rip you off, people who take care of you, people who rip you off, probably outnumber the people who honestly take care of you. I hate to say that, but it tends to be true. Ooh, this industry sometimes.
2: Yeah. And we got I don't, stories. I don't know. We got what, got yeah, we got stories. a lot of stories. I don't know what more we can really say about the, the college thing, because I don't know how that relates to you it actually I? does how's that it kind of does in a way all right, well maybe we should keep that because we have people well i just, for us, just but... i'll give you a real quick yeah. just you can think about
1: it really quickly uh why why did these people spend that kind of money what is the benefit of of getting your kid into a usc it's more about over the parents.
2: ucla yeah
1: i, I my kid I just, goes I,
2: usc i guess i i don't i all it did I was make me feel it. bad because i didn't do that for my kids no you actually it should make feel, you feel good oh, okay, because cool, cool. they
1: prosecuted the parents who did that for their kids well
2: that's true ah, and i still so, remember, i still long for the good old days when the kids were cheating and the parents didn't know there you go so that's, that was my generation that's that way i look at it but eight got a mild laugh from kelly i'll take it
1: nine three five talk eight five five nine three five eight two five five give us a call get a book peter you're up next welcome to talking real money
3: Hey, hello. Yes, you're on. How are you? Oh, hey. Good morning. Good morning, Don and uh, Don and Tom. Okay, I have a question in reference to that four percent that you guys consistently talk about, and I I kind of heard it many times. so I'm sure that that's fairly accurate. Question that I have is if I'm paying four percent, if I'm taking out four percent, and I'm paying an advisor, hopefully no more than one percent, like your company, uh, am I not in actuality taking out five percent? And the reason I'm asking is if I am self-directed. Yeah, your (laughs) math is really good. Really, as I did on the calculator. Yeah, So, so, (laughs) So so the question I have is if if I am self-directed, meaning I am not paying an advisor, would you say it's equally safe to tell my wife if I'm not around to take out 5%?
2: Well, let's talk, first of all, uh, safe is a very strong word. Okay, so number one. Yeah, we
1: have to be careful yeah. with it. We just, you know, because you say safe, people think guaranteed.
2: Yeah, no. so part one is to take out 4%, as you know. What we're talking about is withdrawal rates in retirement, right? There's the 4%, the 4% rule. rule, if you will. Right. You have a portfolio, you take out 4%, it never runs out. That's only true, by the way, if you have a mix of stocks and bonds. If you have it all in cash or even all or in bonds. bonds, we can even show you going back the periods of time where your bond portfolio ran out. You got to have enough lift in there right to move the portfolio up. Has that worked in every period of time? Most of the time. It there's been mm-hmm. if you started in 2008 and 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 you were taking out a lot of money at the, taking out 4% at the beginning and the, and you and you bailed, which people did, then it didn't work, right? So there are instances where right. there, there is the risk sort of of markets and and retiring at the wrong time, so there's that aspect. Oh, okay. But generally, sure. And if you're self-directed, your math is correct, and it's four instead of five. By the way, our highest rate is only point nine, so we don't I point change. nine. Right, right. No, what? no, I, I no, realize that. Right. I just I, give you know, a bad would... time. So
3: no, no, no. I agree. I agree. Oh, so so uh, let me rephrase this. So it's probably equally risky and equivalent or similar to five percent. So so if I go five percent and it's self-directed. I'm kind of in the same ballpark as if it was four, and you guys are charging me under one. Yeah, that's correct. Equally, yep. Equally in the risk. Okay, mm-hmm. that's that's yeah. that's really the the folks that. And by the way, because uh, yeah,
2: I mean, here'd be my other piece of, uh, of Peter for this is generally you probably need to have at least half of that money in stocks, the other half in bonds to make sure you can continue to withdraw the four percent a right. year out. Generally,
4: okay.
3: Some of that depends we, on your we, on age, yeah.
2: right? So that, but but generally.
3: Right. Well, I'm I'm 67. Okay. But let me add another kicker to that. Let's assume for the sake of argument that, uh, let's say there's 300,000 and let's call it 60, 40, whatever. Okay. But in addition to that, I also keep, let's call it uh, 50 to 100,000 in in a non-investable state, meaning CDs or whatever. And if on a given month, the market happens to drop kind of like November, December that we just lived with. Uh, if I take it out of there rather than liquidating, would you consider that safer or better? better way to do it than to liquidate stuff? Well, you already
2: know that? the answer. You don't want to sell after things have gone down if you can avoid no, it. No, I don't. If you can avoid no, it. No, yeah. no, and I, that's yeah.
1: a nice – that's actually not a bad strategy is to keep that cushion. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you – but again, you're going to get into a market timing situation where – you don't know when to sell. But let me just give you just to help you out here, Peter, I went and ran the numbers on a fifty fifty portfolio, fifty percent US, fifty percent international, or 50% bonds, uh-huh. 50% US, fifty percent bonds, fifty percent US. Half the portfolios in stocks, stocks. Half the yeah, portfolios. They, yeah. yeah okay. US international. Starting on January first, two thousand eight. You put a million dollars away okay. and you take out five percent per year. Five percent per year. Uh, and at the end of well at the end of February 2019 yep. your million dollars had declined down to 852
2: and is that is that a 5% of a fixed amount of, or is that i mean that's a
1: fixed 5 not fixed adjusted five. for okay. inflation a fixed 5 not adjusted for inflation of for the portfolio one, value li- of the portfolio right year value. one okay. you be- you would have been a little bit scared because it would have dropped yeah. to about seven hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars after one year, but the first year you withdrew forty-four thousand uh, total. By the uh, by, two thousand eighteen, she'd be taking out forty-six thousand total. So it mm-hmm. it would take it, even at five, and assuming we have big another big bad market like that, the chances of her running out of money in her lifetime are not particularly large. They're pretty small.
2: Oh, okay. Well, and you're taking a very variable, variable amount out. Right. Right. It's okay. a very yeah, good percentage of the portfolio, not a fixed four percent plus inflation, for example, which is what many people want mm-hmm. to
3: do. Yeah. OK. I, I don't know if you have any time for one additional question, but uh, one
1: more. We can get one more. in, Sure.
3: OK. OK. Really. OK. OK. Let, let, let's assume that we're both retired and somewhere down the road, one of us goes to sleep and doesn't wake up in the morning. OK. So now you. this is going to happen probably 10, 15, 20 years after we retire. And at that point, ideally, you should be invested less and less into the market at a point where one of the two Social Securities, the lower of the two, goes away. And the one person lives with the higher of the two Social Securities. How do you compensate for that? Meaning, what do you do? Do you jump to 6 7%?
2: Well, you spend less money generally when there's one person instead of two. Yeah, generally. you're going to
1: find your spending is is generally going to go down a bit. You're also going though. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing: you you are you can increase your spending because you got you you know that your life is not if, if if you're both in your late 80s or 90s, you know you're not going to go too long. So you can increase your spending a little bit because you haven't run your money out. The other thing you need to bear in mind is I don't think there's ever a time when somebody should be invested 100% in bonds, ever. Uh, You know, you you may reduce it with age, but you may not. It really depends on your tolerance at that point in time. Thanks so much for the call, Peter. 855-935-TALK is our number, 855-935-8255. Give us a call, get a copy of Financial Physics, and I'm actually going to sign the thing. So it'll take it a little while to get to you. Tom and are talking real money it may not be the sexiest website in the world but it's your one-stop shop for real money information talkingrealmoney.com
0: your guides to a really great financial future tom and don are talking real money
1: oh my gosh the world has turned upside down literally the weather the weather weather just said in seattle it's going to be what 70 tomorrow i
2: think i just looked 73 they're saying on tuesday so I guess I the last patches of my snow will be gone.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Well, my snow my snow is gone, yeah. but we're going down to 68 for the high tomorrow.
2: <sighs> we're going to we're going to It's going to be warmer in Seattle than Florida. The world is upside down.
1: Oh, it's all crazy it. this weather stuff. 855-935 talk is the phone number and for those of you listening to the podcast, you can use that number anytime, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Leave your question and I'll answer them on whoa, the podcast. Well, you
2: don't answer those in the middle of the night.
1: No, I answer Come them on, on the podcast. Okay. Stop. I don't even I don't even listen to them until I start recording the podcast.
2: Okay.
1: Mark, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey,
2: Mark, how can we help you? Hey well, uh, it's sort of a broad question. Uh,
4: hopefully, you guys can hear me. Okay, I'm trying. To
2: we hear you fine. Uh, Go ahead. Are we? Yep. Be
4: good. So I'm 48 years old, have a mortgage, about 250000 left on it. I have a 401K or two 401Ks, which have about 300 grand in them. Uh, I have a savings account that has about 350000 in it and two checking accounts that have about $50,000 in them. What do I do? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, first of all, drive safely. So don't over-concentrate no, I, I on the I, answer. So I, t- I told you it was a broad question. There you go. Yeah, I, this is, what, uh, what is what do you I want do? to solve for? Yeah, that's, what we, uh, the, that's, future, the, that's the rub. I'm sorry? The, the future?
4: Um, you know, I support my family. My wife doesn't work.
2: So, okay. you know, So like, teams. I mean, how many more years are you willing to work?
4: Uh, I guess as many as it takes is really the answer. Um, probably
2: at least another 20 years. Yeah, well, that's, that's a long time, but right. okay. Yeah, yeah. 68. okay.
1: No, that's probably about right. Sixty-eight. I mean, I'm. I'm and gonna,
2: how much are this. you spending every year to maintain your household, roughly? Um,
4: that's a good question. Um, depending on what catastrophe takes place, I would say probably about five thousand.
1: Five thousand a month?
4: No, 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 annually. Wait, do you, do you mean as far as maintaining you are, the house or maintaining
2: the life? The life—I was going to say—now that's an inexpensive lifestyle. Wow! Uh, you could retire today. I want to swap burn rates here. Is what I want to do. <laughs> uh, um, I would say
4: probably
2: at least fifty thousand. Okay, so fifty thousand, right?
1: Yeah. You here's the here's the deal. Let me just dive right in and try. One, you have. A ridiculously large amount of money in savings.
2: Is that in cash? Yeah. yeah. That's it's all in in savings. Ca- oh my goodness. Yes. That's... So
1: you have $400,000 of liquidity. That is way too much liquidity for anybody, anywhere, anytime. That is money that you're guaranteed to lose money on. It's just an absolute guarantee. I think you, you need to have about six months, maybe a year in your case of expenses. So we're talking Maybe fifty or sixty thousand dollars in a liquid account like a savings account. You don't need a hundred grand in checking. Connect your savings account to your checking account so it replenishes in an emergency. Then take that $300,000 300000 or more and get it invested for the long-term future. You said you're going to work for 20
2: years. And then also with the 401Ks, either take the old 401K and roll it into the new one or take the old one and roll it into an IRA and make sure if you're truly going to work, another 20 years, that it's mostly in stocks. It, you know, yep. I'm not going to tell people what their stock-to-bond, but I'd say 70% in stocks, well, 30% in bonds. I know he can
1: find out his, his That's true. approximate stock-to-bond ratio. Go to Talking Real Money and take our free risk quiz. That's going to tell you what your risk tolerance looks like so that you know how to best invest this for the long term because the more risk you can take, risk and reward are linked to each other, not crazy risk, but I, I guess I should say volatility and reward are linked to each other the more volatility you can struggle through suffer through in your portfolio the more money you
2: are likely to have when you retire and i think i also heard you maybe asking about your mortgage we're not fans of paying down a mortgage early uh, for a variety of reasons most of which include the fact that if you have a low interest rate on the mortgage you probably make more money in another account so that would not be a strategy either
1: 855-935-TALK is our number give us a call
0: Tom and Don are talking
1: real money. Do you know what your investment risk tolerance is? Take our free no-obligation risk quiz at TalkingRealMoney.com.
0: Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money.
1: 855935 talk that is our phone number it has been a long time coming but our favorite our favorite dramatization of everything that's wrong with Wall Street and even our legal system all yeah. in one program back
2: tomorrow on Showtime that's called Billions and it's you want to see the seamy underside of how all this really works <laughs> that's your show
1: Yeah, well, uh, uh, Bobby Axelrod is loosely based on Stephen Cohen Mm -hmm, of SAC Capital. Yeah, who's back uh,
2: in business, by the way. uh Uh-huh. He was out of business for about, you know, 15 minutes.
1: Hey, I only pled guilty to insider trading. Hey, hey,
2: I only defrauded people. You want to really go, you read the book, Black Edge. You want to know how bad this business can be. That's a great book. That's a tremendous book. That
1: was a terrific book eight five five nine three five talk is our number come on by let's talk about your billions or millions or thousands or whatever did you have john you're up welcome to talking real money hi john hi i uh have a
4: interesting question about my i got an inheritance from my brother's ira yes sir. and i'm just wondering exactly i know i got different options and one of the options was like you got a 5 year dispersal you roll it over into another IRA account or yes, something Yes that would
2: have to move to what's called an inherited IRA and then you can stretch out the distributions depending So on you don't have to pay taxes over. right, right yeah. away
4: So I can stretch it out for like 5 years
2: you know, I
1: think it's longer than yeah, I believe than that. that's, no, it only Well, five? it depends on who you that. are. It depends on how you oh, fall in the spousal, and you and the can do longer. Yeah. Hierarchy. Yeah. yeah no, incredible. I believe it is 5 years. I think that's right.
4: Okay. And um I actually he was with you guys. He loved you guys. Just to let you know, plug. Uh,
1: oh. Oh. Uh,
4: I guess he just of passed away. It's Oh. Yeah, it's 60. Unbelievable. Yes, I know. I know. Oh, I, know who we're,
2: I know who we're talking about here, and we oh. had the privilege of seeing him just a few days before he died. And he was, as he always was, a kind, interested, involved person. We actually had a, a client event, and he was sitting about two seats down from where I was speaking. Wonderful guy, yeah, and I love. Yeah, I very love the company very much. So, very and I really feel your loss deeply. I'm sorry. And uh, you know that you know that we'll help you out
1: with us. any help you right. need, right yeah all right yeah whether, we whether to you, hire us, whether to you hire us or not yeah. just because your family and you will yeah. help you does okay? thank you john th- thank you very thanks much. So much for calling thanks so much we really wow. appreciate yeah,
2: it he was that guy yes yeah, it was 60 he had it's just so come young. To a client event and uh he was just one of he was gregarious. i mean he literally sat about two seats down from where i was doing introducing the talk Mm -hmm. and he was just always just upbeat happy just one of those people so when we found out i was just absolutely floored
1: age mike that's the exact age my dad died too and boy i tell you when 60 when i went past when i hit 60 it was like oh no i'm not ready yet yeah But but i didn't go i stuck around so i'm still here that's good uh, and by the way, just to finish the thought for John. Isn't that good?
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, okay. uh, I'm all still right. trying to talk about our client. But, but at the end of the day, by the way, yes, you can take that money. You don't want to take it all out today unless you have to spend it, because you're going to pay tax on all of that, right? Number two, you can take that. You, can, you have to open an inherited IRA in the same custodian where the money was. Then once that money gets moved to that new custodial IRA, I mean, inherited IRA, you can then move it to anywhere you like. And as you know, if you're going to do this on your own, we're going to recommend go to Vanguard, and uh, if if otherwise, you find somebody to help you with it. And if you don't know anything about investing, yeah. then that makes sense. So,
1: yeah, the um, just double check. Yeah, I don't. I no, think you can take it over your life expectancy. That's what I too. thought. Okay, I didn't know yeah, where the yeah, five yeah, years yeah, came yeah. from. But yeah, well, it's it's five years or over your life expectancy.
2: Okay. It's yeah. So th- that's why it's called a stretch IRA. So they're going to yeah, look at you yeah. and say you're 58. The government believes you'll live, however many more years. So you can take out that amount. They'll divide that, and give you a percent you have to take out every year, like a required minimum distribution, that traditionally begins at age 70 and a half.
1: 935 talks. The number. Give us a call. We've got a book for you. We've also got answers to your questions. And it's really easy to call us. 855-935-8255. Tom and Don are talking
0: real
1: money. Download the advisor interview form and find out if your advisor is a fiduciary at TalkingRealMoney.com.
0: For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: And speaking of money, tomorrow, not only only do we have billions to look forward to, which is all about money, but we also have the premiere of the Elizabeth Holmes Theranos documentary. Oh, that's tomorrow by on HBO. Alex right? Gibney, yeah. You which read is the called book?
2: I'd love to read that. The book.
1: Inventor Out for Blood.
2: Yeah. What's the What was the name of that book?
1: Uh, some blood was in the blood title. money or something yeah. i don't know like it, was really yeah, it was really good like it was by carrie at the wall street journal and of course it's it's elizabeth holmes who, by the way to clarify
2: me voice. by to yes. clarify someone uh, in the previous call we said put four hundred thousand in stocks some of you may interpret that to mean go buy individual stocks as you no, know we don't we say mean that stock broadly diversified funds funds mutually
1: diversified portfolio yeah. of equity mutual funds there you go split between u.s and international big and, small. and big and small and value and mm, yeah. and uh, growth. growth and all those yeah. things but yeah. we don't have time for all those words oh no. we just did them okay. you know i guess there we do eight five five nine three five talk is the number and marty you're next welcome to the show
2: hello marty Hi. how are you we're doing great how can we help you today
5: well, let me give you a few things first. I'm a retired 71-year-old woman. I, my house is paid for. My car is paid for. I owe nobody anything.
2: Congratulations.
5: So, <laughs> thank you. Um, I recently sold a house, and I have $150,000 to do something with, and I'm hoping you can give me some information on what's the best thing to do at this point in my life.
2: Party! party marty tomorrow is saint patrick's you're, day uh, let's get together on, You're out of debt let's we just got green have beer party. we got you know <laughs> green chips we got. come on no and she's got green backs there you go. <laughs> that's perfect all right yeah. we, we can, and you're gonna have enough to go with the corned beef and hash right with 150 thousand, you don't have to scrimp ain't no doubt right. now tom
1: tom is gonna is going to give you some advice but first we need to ask a couple of questions one okay what do you want this money to do for you
5: I wanted to balloon into 10 million <laughs> yeah. okay I don't okay. know well that's I, 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 have I, I have an easy I
2: have an easy now that so you want to make a lot of money with no risk welcome to well, America
5: I'm I thought at my age and I'm retired that you know I could drop dead tomorrow so I you know, I, that's why I'm and calling you, won't you care to anymore. get some advice.
2: Well, okay. So yeah. we're we're being a little facetious here, but the reality are, is, no, the, but the, the question is correct. The $150,000, do you need it to pay the bills anytime in the next 25 years? I don't think so. Okay. Do you have relatives you'd like to leave the money or a charity you'd like to leave the money for? Or is there some, that's what Don was trying to get to, the purpose of the money, well, sure. Um,
5: if I don't need it, I'll leave it to children and charity. Yes.
1: Okay. Well, here's 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 the rub. You need to decide whether you mm-hmm. want to keep it absolutely safe or to, if to make more money, you are willing to accept some degree of volatility times when the value of your portfolio will go down and you won't be able to do a darn thing about it no matter what mm-hmm. anybody tells you there is no way that you can duck when the market starts falling you just have to write it down and then ride it back up again there is no other option so your choices are no risk and make literally no money yeah you may get a mm-hmm. return but after inflation you won't have much if That's anything right. so i understand that the, the the correct answer is probably to build a portfolio that is somehow split between equity mutual funds and high-quality, shorter-duration
2: bonds. And can you do this on your own, or do you need help from someone to do it for you? Oh well. I mean, if, I'll, I'll ask you a question. So because if you're going to do it on your own, I'm going to give you two mutual funds.
1: Vanguard mm-hmm.
2: two Vanguard funds. You'd simply go open an account at Vanguard. You'd move the money over there. You'd buy the two funds.
1: But OK, but when you do that, what? see, this is the trick to doing it on your own. You have to absolutely know deep inside your heart that there is no way when the, that when the stock market goes down, you're going to say, oh, I think I better get out.
5: No, I I, I know about that. No, okay. I have other investments and I don't panic.
1: Give her the two funds,
2: well, Tom. Well, then, then here's here would be our suggestion. Again, go to Vanguard.com, open an account. It would just be a regular taxable type of account. This is money that is not qualified in any way, right? Just a regular brokerage account. Then, perhaps, and again, this is where the tricky part is, how much in the stock mutual fund and how much in the bond one. But if you just wanted a balanced type of approach, you could hold 60% of the money, Don can run yeah, the number. 50, 50%, 50%. I'd probably of, go 50-50 50% of, well, that, that number I can do. That's $75,000 mm-hmm. then goes into the mm-hmm. Vanguard yeah. Total World Stock Index, VTWSX. Mm-hmm. VTWSX vanguard total world stock index or no that, that oh, okay the, yeah the, the, you could still use that ticker but i thinking, wish vanguard would just yeah, combine those i think two it's two now funds. anyway but that's that would be half of the money then the other half would be in the vanguard total bond fund and i don't remember the ticker there don maybe you can look that up but it then you just simply have a balance between those two things you don't even need to rebalance just it's if you're going to leave it to others let it the, the stock part will grow faster but that's mm-hmm. okay
1: V-B-T-L-X okay. for the Admiral Shares.
2: V-B as in boy. T-L-X. T as in Tom. L as in Larry. X as in xenophobic. X-Ray. <laughs> okay. Pardon me. I always get that one wrong. X-Ray. Yes. So then you put uh, half in question. each one. Yeah, go.
5: Okay. Is there anything to invest in that I don't have to pay taxes on right away?
2: Well, you're not going to have to pay tax on this not much and and some there'll yep, be a little, there could be on the, little on the bond fund yeah, on a little bit and of maybe
1: some tiny realized capital gains not but much most of the money that's in the stock fund is just going to defer as the the yep. value grows uh, okay. occasionally they'll distribute some dividends and some much. small capital gains but it won't be much you and know. i i would not imagine a lot of people cut off their noses despite their tax faces yep. I, I can't imagine you're in a very high tax bracket no, I'm not. Then you're yes. all set. Then don't worry about taxes. Don't even think about taxes. Okay? Okay. Thanks, Marty. All right. Appreciate it. Okay, the call. thanks
2: for your help. You're most welcome. Thank, Thank you. you for
1: calling. And Kim, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey Kim, go.
2: Hi.
6: Um I'm calling it's in regards to um my my dad, he passed away um in 2015. And he had this IRA account and so um he left the monies. To um, his, my mom, and then me and my brother. So his total amount it was split, you know, three ways. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. At, at the time of his death, I opened up an IRA traditional IRA um, account uh, as the beneficiary, and so I got all the money. My brother mm-hmm. took a cash out, but my mom did not do anything at the time. So she so the money was just was left in his account.
1: Right. Share. It was dis- It yeah. was dispersed to her, and she had to pay taxes on it.
2: No, not to the mom. Right. The mom simply yeah. left no. it there.
1: Oh, I thought you said the nope. mom. Left oh it. no, no. She has to. I think she. Ha- oh, she left it in the IRA. She left it in his IRA. Yeah. And, oh, okay. I thought he took. She took it out of the IRA. It no, no didn't okay. Do anything. So she. Yeah, she the brother did. Got it. All right. She left so, it there.
6: Right. So. So now, because that money was left in his account, we got a letter um, saying that if she doesn't do anything by. Uh, the beginning of April, the money's going to go to the state as unclaimed property.
1: Oh, it's... All she has to do is just call call the people who are holding the account. Move it over to her own
2: IRA. She could take it as a Or move it to her own
1: IRA or something. But all you have to do is, is make contact with them and they'll note that they just think These states, this is a windfall for the states. They think that if you don't do something over a period of time, you've actually abandoned the money, and they get to take it for a while, and then they give it back to you without interest. It's a dirty trick the states play on us, but have your mom call the custodian. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I believe in helping everybody become a better investor. That's why we offer lots of free knowledge at TalkingRealMoney.com
0: guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: There is so much about money that women need to know and they tend uh, although I'm being very general they tend to not be as informed about financial issues as men are in this country and you owe it to yourself and your family to really get an education about how you should deal with it as a woman that's why barb Devereaux from vestry is teaching a class called female financial fundamentals at our uh, education center in bellevue it includes lunch so you get a lunch it's on the 20th of march at uh, 11 30 so sign up there are only five tickets left get yours right now at talkingrealmoney.com talkingrealmoney.com
0: we hope you realize that the information provided on talking real money is for educational and hopefully Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.